same old trouble villains always knocking at the door pretty pictures on the page but nothing ever stays the Thank you, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fury, and with me is the the bear in Polar Bear, <laughs> our own Russian. Ooh, I get to be the Russian. It's Bear! Yeah, you're Kevin Nash, you're big sexy. Ooh, I get to be big sexy. Uh, and you know, I had a really great intro for Jen and somewhere between last night when I was drinking and watching all this <laughs> shit and now I forgot uh. it. Uh, but with us as usual, the lovely and talented Baroness, uh, Ms. Jennifer Howland. Thank you, thank you. And it's Pain my- Painkiller Jane. Painkiller Jane. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it's my distinct pleasure to introduce our guest. We have another returning guest, friend of the show, sibling of one of our hosts. Woohoo! Luke Weezer, thank you for joining us. See, you should have went with, let me tell you something, Red. <laughs> W-E-E-Z. What's going on, y'all? Good to have you back, bro. Yep. Good to be uh, here. You may recognize it. Yeah, we do. Okay, so Howard the Duck was the last one, but before that, we had you on. That was an Alan Moore episode we had you on. Two for. Guns. Yeah. Two Guns. Well, Two Guns we did, but Alan Moore was from Hell. Yeah, so that was your first one, wasn't it? That it was. Yeah, and uh, so in, in the spirit of um, of kind of a, a more more, uh, Garth Ennis is his own uh, person that we seem to run into a lot on this show. We have we've hit him with uh, Preacher, sure. which was first season, which was you and me. Um, we had Troy on for the boys. Yep. Um, Hellblazer. Yep. Um, Jason, did we? Was that Ennis that, with Jason and Judge Dredd? No, we didn't do the Ennis didn't, one. No, he's written Ennis. But he has, or but he's written Dredd. Dredd, but we, but we did that. not do an Ennis Dredd. No, uh, but yeah, like Garth Ennis is definitely one of those. Like uh, Warren Ellis is another one that mm -hmm. we run into a lot. Uh, our famous More More episodes. Um, so Ennis we will has, be doing Ennis has written a lot. Yeah, we will be doing his run of Punisher. Uh, Welcome back, Frank. Which. Uh, Man, Ennis. Whoo, Ennis. If anyone is familiar with uh, The Boys, especially right now, season three had just dropped, uh, or is dropping uh, currently. Um, like Little is, Turds every Friday. He is, <laughs> he is very good at what he does, and what he does is make you uncomfortable with really violence. <laughs> um, so uh, we will also be, uh, anything Punisher is kind of on the table. Uh, the hosts and the guests have, have done various amounts of Punisher. Um, you know, we we have, uh, I believe, uh, Luke, have you seen the second season of the Netflix Daredevil? I've watched, uh, yes, I, I watched that and I actually have seen all the uh, Punisher on Netflix as well. Okay, yep, so that's on the table. The well, they're not on Netflix anymore. They're on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, they're on Disney+. Plus. Me, 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 me. Yes, I know. <laughs> I understand that Disney took it away from, took it away, but uh, no, I, managed to, I managed to uh, watch all of them before they, they made their migration. Uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher movie is on the table. Warzone is on the table. Uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren is on the table. Dolph Lundgren's on I the table. I did not get the chance to rewatch that. Did before. Dolph wear the big skull on his chest, or yes, was it? He okay. sure did. Yeah, this is back in. He like, was also nude a lot. In yeah, that, he was in yeah. that movie. I remember. Um, 
and the uh the on on youtube if you search it's Oh uh, man, I had it written down. Oh, the laundry laundromat episode. Yes, the Thomas I, Jane laundromat episode. Yes, I believe it's called Dirty Laundry, um, which Thomas Jane and the director that did the first Punisher movie did after Warzone came out to try and show the world that they should have another crack at Punisher, uh, and it is pretty awesome. Um, it wasn't much. It was like what twelve minutes or something like that. Yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. Um, yeah, ten minutes, fifteen seconds. Um, and it's called The Punisher Dirty Laundry. Uh, it's from something called the Bootleg Universe, where a bunch of, like, fan film or, or directors just with one to do their own, like, short projects. Um, it's really good, actually. A random Ron Perlman shows up in it. Uh, I don't remember him being in that. No, he has to the, rewatch yeah, it. He's yeah, the guy I have to rewatch it, too. I thought I had seen it before, because that's been out for a while, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's it came out in like oh nine or something like that because i think uh warzone was like oh wait dirty laundry nine years ago so oh was it was it only that long ago? yeah so oh. 2013 it was five years because warzone was oh eight wasn't it i have no idea 2008 <laughs> yeah you go and find the d <laughs> uh but let's start with welcome back frank um this is not the first time that i've read this this is this is known as one of the best Punisher stories. Uh, Ennis basically was hired on to try and bring back uh, some some respect to uh, to Frank, and, which was uh, Vertigo's flagship character, wasn't it? Not Vertigo. Not Vertigo. No, this is Marvel. Punisher's Marvel. Oh, that's right. Vertigo's DC. Yeah, you're thinking of Constant. Yes, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. My bad. Nope, no problem. I mean, Ennis has written. Yes, he's written for everyone like, and everything. Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Hulk, Thor, like, everything. So, this uh, this book, 2008, which I'm fairly sure that Warzone was not 2008 then, because the Thomas Jane Punisher is this. This is the story that the Thomas Jane Well, Punisher. but this also, I'm sure, was part of the inspiration for um, the second season of Daredevil, because there's Absolutely. definitely scenes... Definitely. Yeah, definitely scenes straight out of this comic book that ended up in the beginning of the second season, like first like three or four episodes of the second season of Daredevil. Yeah. Oh no, that's weird. You're right. Punisher Warzone was 2008. The Punisher I was, was drunk, but I was doing my homework. The mm -hmm. Punisher was 2004. Yeah. So how was Welcome Frank? Oh, Welcome. okay. Sorry. Welcome Back Frank was around the was uh, 2000. Yeah. No, this is a collection. I just looked at the wrong thing of when it was published. Not. When the issues originally uh, originally dropped, um, but yeah, uh, like I said, known as one of the Punisher stories, this um, happens around the same time, and I and I don't know if it was before or after. I'm going to guess it was shortly before um, Punisher War Journal, which was a whole title that was Frank just going to be in Frank, and it was gritty and part of the Max label. Uh, which we have done on this show before when we talked about things like Jessica Jones. Uh, so okay. it was the adult content uh, line of Marvel. But when has Frank not been Frank, honestly? Um, well, there are... Now, to be fair, this is the only Punisher that I've actually read compared to, like, to seeing various uh, series and whatnot. So there may be other series in which he isn't, he, he isn't just the... Uh, uh the, the the killing machine and no humanity whatsoever 
Right. There were a lot of uh, attempts to soften him, uh, especially in the 90s. Um, not like he never got like completely soft, but he um, he does runs in a lot of other... Um, he shows up in other comics that maybe are not... He probably shouldn't show up in. My favorite... My, my, the example that comes to my mind right away is Runaways, um, which there's like this whole thing where these kids run into the Punisher and uh the little girl who's a mutant with super strength punches him and like there's a one of those balloons or the the text boxes up in the top that just goes punisher war journal ow uh, <laughs> that wasn't in the one that we did for it was not runaways. in the one that we did yeah, no, that, that was that would have been fun to read that runaways was a, a joss whedon run um but a lot of things like that the punisher shows up as a joke in a lot of things mm. and actually in a lot of Spider-Man, like early his, he, he was not as gritty early when he first showed up in Spider-Man. I mean, he still was killing people and that was the introduction of the character. Um, and then they went and kind of ran with it and filled in a lot of his backstory and, and allowed him to be. Um, but I guess it's more like PG. He was PG for a lot, a, a long time. Uh, this and the Max label uh, are when he's allowed to just kind of show when they go balls to the wall this is this is a marvel preacher comic is what this is because there is a lot of gore a lot of you know polar bears uh taking <laughs> limbs off of a woman <laughs> well but it, it's not i mean the gore happens off camera it does in fact even um Spacker Dave's face. You don't see Dave. you don't see anything. No, they never show Nothing. you his, right. his face after all of his yeah. piercings have been right ripped out. Removed. Yeah. <laughs> Forcibly removed, let's yeah. say. But I did also notice that after because I was I was getting so annoyed with any time anybody would just be like, Hey Dave, Spacker Dave! Spacker he does his instant response. Yeah. Spacker Dave! And I was just like, Oh, for the love of God. And then after that scene. And never did it again. Right. And and again, that's... that's No, he did it one more time. Right. At the very end, I forgot. Yeah. 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 But that's intentional. That's, yeah. that's Ennis doing that to to show... Show evolution of the character, yeah. Right. Um, you know, you yeah. had mentioned Wikipedia before about uh, Punisher just kind of showed up in other people's... Uh, in other comic series and stuff like that. Isn't Wasn't that more... Because I, I thought I did a little side reading too, not like other series and whatnot, but just kind of a little like informational stuff. Uh, wasn't that more of a, um, like, I, I hate to use the words alignment check, but like maybe a morality check on the on the heroes, whoever's comic it was based off of? It was like, all right, how close to the Punisher are you? Whoa, I'm way too close. <laughs> I got to check myself. Right. You know, kind of like that's that's kind of like uh, maybe like Daredevil, I think, in the series was kind of like that for this. It's just like, oh, what would Daredevil think? Oh, Daredevil's going to get his ass handed to him, and then he's going to have a crisis. Then he's going to go to church. Because that's what he's going to do. Because <laughs> right? that's what Daredevil does whenever he just starts getting in his own head as he goes to church. Uh, he also wrote Swamp Thing for a while, going back to more and more. Well, I mean, maybe if they would have based it off of his, you know, this TV series off of his writing, it would have been a better TV series. So, Luke, first time reading Punisher comics, what did you think? I mean, it was pretty on par with the film from the most part, or the, the Thomas Jane film. Thomas yes. Jane, right? Yeah. Um, it, it was it was pretty on par, and honestly, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a very good, like, they did a really good job basing that movie off of uh, that series. Um, I think, uh, I, I think it's the the com uh, the serialized form of like 
the character in uh, like the eighties or nineties, like action movies, but done yes. in a comic system because it is, you know, they jumped the shark a lot, but of course that's, that's comics for you. That's kind of how it was. I mean, obviously with some of the, some of the injuries and wounds sustained by some of the characters in the series, they obviously wouldn't be around and alive and that coherent. However, <laughs> see did. back to woman getting attacked. Punisher uses polar bear as his weapon of choice, right? right. Yes. Or, or the one that gets, you know, the one that falls in with the, the anaconda cage and stuff like that, or the you right. know, closure and whatnot. I mean, that's like, but that's just like how how gruesome are these deaths going to be? Because that's what Punisher is. You wouldn't see that stuff in like a Spider Man or right. you know, right. I, I guess I don't know, maybe an X Men. Like, depending on how dark that they decide to go, but like, like this is this is kind of like their hand of like. What what is the real nitty gritty like guy that is too angry to die short of the doom guy? You know, <laughs> would, how would he exist in the MCU or even even just you know the Marvel universe? Like, well, it's Punisher, and this is this is what it is. I mean, you could be like you can be an actual superhero or you can be Punisher. So I think I think he's used as the I think he's used as the morality check. Like, how close to Punisher are we? Hmm, pretty damn close. Maybe we should revise our strategy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's accurate. I mean, I appreciated in the comic how creative Punisher was. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I I really liked that because on the surface, Punisher is, you know, a weapons guy, you know, like he has all of these tactical weapons and, you know, military training. But I love when he's just like, I will I, use anything. I have, you know, yep. hmm, what do I have that I can use? Oh, shoot. I was going to get that guy's gun, but I can't because... I stabbed the guy with a brick. Yeah. Do you know how hard... <laughs> stab someone with a brick? Sorry, I had to get my Hobbs and Shaw quote in there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, it, I, and Luke, I, I do find it interesting that you mentioned, especially the zoo scene, mm. uh, where he's different. Like, it's almost, almost wacky. Like it almost yeah. goes too far. He's almost also, Frank Castle pet. I think you're wrong with the almost. It is wacky. It is wacky as hell. But well, when you realize, oh wait, it's Punisher. It's not like there's a lot of depth right. or meaning in this. Or is there? Or is there? Or is um, there? I was actually just kind of amused that the the most gore that you saw in the whole comic because I was expecting a lot more gore, honestly. Yeah. Having not read this before, um, you get that in the Max series. The most gore that you see is what's left of the dude after he pulls him out of the piranha tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's it. Yep. So, Bear, first time reading a Punisher comic? First time reading a Punisher comic. And? Uh, it was good. I mean, it's Ennis, so, like, it's it's kind of hard to be bad. Um, I believe Ennis is probably going up your list of comic book writers you didn't know before this podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. That... <laughs> I mean, I've definitely got to go find, you know, his his Hulk stuff, for sure. Yeah. Wait, Ennis did some Hulk? Yeah, Ennis did some Hulk. Hold on a second. You guys keep talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to talk amongst yourselves. I got to do some research. <laughs> Jen, how about you? Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, it's after the slog that was Peacemaker. Oh, it was refreshing. <laughs> it was refreshing. It was like, oh, this is how a graphic novel is supposed to read, where there isn't a chapter of text on a page. Because we did, what, five issues for Peacemaker? 
Four. four. It was only four. Yeah. It was only this four. was twelve, and yeah. I I think I read it twice as fast or three times as fast. Oh, like, easy. Like yeah. I read six issues last night, like in probably about three hours, and I read the other six issues this morning over about the same amount of time. Yeah, I it was read, like two nights yeah. before bed. You know, kind of like, oh, hey, this is this goes really quick. I read nine issues in an hour. Yeah. 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 I don't read fast, so. Right. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I was also trying to take notes on you know Thomas Jane and and Warzone yeah. and well you know and I have to say that the um issues that we chose to read do match the Thomas Jane Punisher movie yeah. very closely mm -hmm. but I also can see especially in um issue 12 where they kind of got the the jumping off point for the TV series where he's like don't emulate me yeah I am not a hero and what you're doing is wrong because you're not taking into consideration X, Y, Z. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's, well, let's jump into that let's, because we all knew that this was going to come up. The but... Holy and uh, Elite and Mr. Payback, which if, Mr. You read, Payback, yeah. if you read the inside dust jacket, they call him Mr. Paycheck. And I was just like, one of these, <laughs> one of these I'm Somebody's interested wrong. in hearing about, I was like, so I think the back of the book called it Mr. Payback and the inside of the dust jack called him like Mr. Paycheck or something like that. And I was just like, I am interested to see which character this actually is. One of these I'm very interested in. The other one I am not so much. <laughs> uh, but mostly what I was, what I was getting at was um, the idea of for 22 years now, because this, this was 2000. Um, so for at least 22, there have been elements of, like the Punisher telling people, do not emulate me. And then in the last 20 years, we've seen things like police vehicles that have the Punisher logo yes. on. Right, with the mm -hmm. one skull tooth that's blue and yep. bullshit. Yes. And, you know, we see uh, Punisher in comics say, say like, no, no, no. See, I am what happens when you fail. If you're putting my symbol on your fucking squad car it means you've already failed you're just calling yourself a you're, failure you're planning on failing yeah. right mm -hmm. um or, or you're intentionally not doing what you're doing in which right. case they're following the wrong character they should be following judge dread and not yes. punisher it's true no because they're killing people right didn't, no but uh, they should be following daredevil. oh they should be following yes. daredevil yes didn't uh but there the, the, was a particular comic that scene was from but didn't he specify like you should be following captain america yes he should be mm -hmm. the that one that, not in this comic. that was not, not in this comic but not in this is, one but there yes. was a different one more recent mm -hmm. yes and and actually also in civil war there's a whole part about um that you find out that that Frank does what he does because he emulates Captain America, and he says that to Captain America's face, and Captain pits. Uh, we should read that. Well, That's Civil War, we actually did it for Red Conversations, so you're uh, you're free to listen to that episode if you like. Um, but it's yeah, it's basically like all the heroes are going underground because they're with Cap's team. Sure. Uh, that that when it gets registration, they find the Punisher, and and they're like, okay, well, I guess Frank's gonna come with us, and Frank sees that like two. D-level villains are with them, and he immediately just shoots them both in the face. That's awesome. <laughs> and like all the heroes like tackle him down, and Captain America's like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, he's like, they were villains. They killed people. Like, and then that's when you find out he's like, I went to war. I did all of these things because I believed in Steve Rogers. 
because I believed in being a soldier like you. And Cap is like, like loses it. He's like, you are nothing like me. <laughs> and then, you know, different ends of the soldier spectrum, but uh, I mean... <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between what Cap did when Cap was fighting Nazis right. versus what Cap's doing now. Yes. Absolutely. Now, how far do you shift drug dealers and murderers just being Nazi? Well, because first off, Nazis aren't... American well, it's a, it's a war versus street crime. Yeah. You were about to say you know, Nazis the, aren't American, weren't you? I was about you? to say, the, what I was, was going to say is Nazis <laughs> aren't American citizens. Those Nazis weren't American citizens. There you go. Yeah. That's where I was about, where I tripped up. Because fucking 2022, man. I mean, it's 2022 and technically Nazis shouldn't be American. I'm, technically, Nazis should not exist. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Like, this shit doesn't happen in Germany. Yeah. So, now that we've gone into the unfortunate symbolism of Punisher. And actually, to the point that Marvel has announced this year that they're going to change his logo. They're going to change the Punisher's logo. They're going to retire the old skull one because it's been uh, co-opted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It sucks that they have to do that. I agree. Well, it's like the guy that uh, originally drew Pepe the Frog killed him in his comics because Pepe the Frog was just originally a nothing comic book character like a cute little comic yeah it was like a cartoon mm. character kind yeah. of comic mm-hmm. book character and then the the artist like kind of stopped doing the comic for a while and the white supremacist just took over Pepe and then he found out about it and was like nope <laughs> we're gonna write another run and he's gonna die yep that's exactly what he did okay well so uh let's move on to well let's do it in chronological order shall we uh, chronological order yeah okay. so it'll be Dolph Lundgren first um <laughs> It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, me, me too. You you had brought it up. Uh, if you can find this gem, uh, it, <laughs> it goes in the same kind of uh, viewing pile as the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie. <laughs> I remember it having a distinctly like samurai bent to it, like like Punisher was some sort of like samurai wannabe. Yeah, like uh, well the. The whole idea of like the Ronin thing was big yeah. around that time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll move from that one to the Thomas Jane Punisher, which was the first time that we saw the Punisher on the screen in a long time. Um, and I remember when this came out, like it was 2004, so it was superhero movies were just starting. Like if you had a good property or, or a property that people knew, um, they were just cranking those fucking movies out um, before they, you know, Marvel got their shit together and started getting organized. Uh, it was just like random, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. And I liked this movie. Well, I thought it was yeah. the Eric Bana Hulk. Eric, Eric Bana Hulk. I think it come out just a year before. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and it was so written. Great. It was written by uh, with the same guy. Uh, so here, here I am scrolling through Wikipedia while you guys are talking. Um, <laughs> the the O four Punisher was uh, directed and written by uh, Jonathan Hensley, uh, who also uh, um, also wrote. Let's double check here. I want to say Jumanji. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, wrote Jumanji, Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. For you, if you want to dip back in the eighties, uh, also wrote Armageddon. I mean, fair, because it does have that kind of late 80s, early 90s action movie feel to it mm-hmm. while being elevated in its plot. So it took like the, I would say the important parts, the dramatic parts of what we read for the comic and added it to what normally would be an 80s, 90s sure. action and, movie. And, and the, the, he co-wrote this with... Uh, story. 
Mm-hmm. He co-wrote this with uh, Michael France, who also is known uh, for uh, Cliffhanger, uh, Goldeneye, uh, the 2003 Hulk, uh, and then the 2005, uh, after uh, Punisher, was the 2005 Fantastic Four. Oh, Oh. Uh, bad news everyone we will never be doing a fantastic <laughs> well unless you want to hear me rant about how they screw up doom stretch armstrong yeah. <laughs> um and as a complete aside i was looking on the d to look up all the punisher movies mm. and scrolling down you know it's like the tv series the thomas jane punisher the dolph lundgren punisher war zone the video game the short dirty laundry and then something completely the devil punisher completely not within this realm that we're talking about and then the very last entry when you look up punisher on imdb is harvey weinstein really that's just the punish i know <laughs> I, was like, I was like hmm, interesting huh well fun little easter eggs on the, the less the said about that the better <laughs> yep burning hell harv yep yeah <laughs> So, uh, Thomas Jane Punisher, one of the things that, um, after having read this, this comic, the main antagonist of the comic is basically the matriarch of a mob. Um, this was changed in the movie for John Travolta. Uh, Listen, still I think one of John Travolta's like, better roles. I, I, well, I mean, I don't know if it's one of his better roles, but I, I enjoyed him. <laughs> like, he doesn't play villains very often. It's true. And when he does, I mean, he has this ridiculous, over-the-top, you yes. know, like my favorite comic book villain. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite is is him being the villain in fucking Face Off. Yeah, oh, so good. Yeah, Ooh, you good looking. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. It's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's John I love Travolta. It pretending to be Nicolas Cage. Yes. And it's fantastic. And Nicolas Cage pretending to be John Travolta. (laughs) How, like, it's just a dream team. (laughs) But uh, you get little bits. No more drugs for that man. You get little bits of that in there. Um, You know, when John Travolta has a role, I think we've talked about this, especially with Samuel L. Jackson. When some of these actors get a role that they're just enjoying, they're like, oh, I can ham it up as much as I want. Well then, <laughs> spiral cut it is. <laughs> Are you going to tell Travolta he can't do it the way he wants to do it? Well, he'll say something about a volcano and an alien and how I have too many <laughs> too many alien negative things in my blood or whatever the fuck Scientologists uh, believe. Yes. Alien, ghost aliens. Yeah. Yes. I think, uh, so I had a question about that. So, uh, not about the Thalians, but uh, <laughs> so like you know from the from uh, Welcome Back, Frank. He was definitely like I will get in there and kill and not have any interaction with it whatsoever. Like just there's barely any growth, depth, whatever your know, growth or depth or anything like that uh, when it comes to the villains. In the movie, though, like they seemed like they gave uh, uh, they took out they took out a lot of the Doom guy from from the punisher in yeah. the, in the thomas jane film and he more of like precision uh precision to revenge rather they did than make like, him a lot more cerebral yeah yeah this was very much a i'm going to take everything from you before i kill you movie and i mean i'm there for it i love those types of movies when they're done well and this was done extremely well um the other thing is the comic book uh punisher um you know, 
does not have a lot of mercy or doesn't really draw that line. Uh, it reminds me of the the uh, Boondock Saints line of "We we warn you, lesser forms of filth, not to crawl into our you know yeah. into our domain." Yeah. Um, you know, and it's kind of done. It's really brought forth in the popsicle scene, which anybody that's ever seen this movie knows what you're talking about when you just say the popsicle scene. Yes. Uh, you are not a nice person. <laughs> um, it was brilliant, though. Absolutely brilliant. It is a brilliant scene, but it, it also fundamentally changes and shows that this is not comic book Frank. Because well, comic have, book Frank will fucking torture you. Have yeah. you have, you guys have read other other Punisher comics? Is is the, does he come close to any of that in some of the other series or not? I the ones that I have read and seen him in, no. Um, he is either completely like grim dark or used as a punchline. Um, for other characters' comics, sure. Um, I've never seen him be the the forgiving Frank or the merciful Frank. There is. I should warn you, an entire storyline that I have not read in which Frank is dead and is sent back by God to be the angel of punishment. So, he, I feel All like right, that's what libertarian bullshit. But I feel like that's referred that. to in this run that we read because he said, I was in heaven once. Yeah. I was in heaven once and I saw my wife and kids happy. Mm hmm and safe there i just and assumed, then i was returned i just assumed that he meant like metaphorically yeah. metaphorically like he had gotten back from vietnam and then his kid you know his wife and kid died and then no, he went well, back he into also, this shit. he he said that he saw them bleed out like i saw the people i loved bleed. i was there when they bled out yeah which is i just took all that for you yeah. know for anybody curious this is 1997 and 1998 um it's an event comic um yeah he is i'm sorry not the angel of revenge he's literally the angel of death um Aoife did it better uh yeah uh there's a whole part where gabriel resurrected the punisher and gave him new powers so punisher was supernatural for a while which which one which one well he, the thomas jane one was also had superpowers too he could heal with a bottle of wild turkey <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like the 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 thomas jane uh, movie there were a lot of things, even even though it really matched closely this run that we read, I feel like they did things to make him more likable and to be more heroic, to be the hero rather than the anti-hero of the story. Part of that was also the fact that they were trying to squeeze in an origin story into that yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and humanize him a little bit. Right. Um, okay. So... This is, it's a four issue comic book limited series. It's also called Punisher Purgatory. It was published from 1998 to 1999, written by Christopher Golden and Thomas E. Snigowski. Uh, That's Polish. Yeah. Um, after Frank had killed himself in an alleyway, shot himself in the head and could suicide. I feel uh, like he was, like, I feel like yeah. he had done it somewhere other than an alleyway. The alley where he did it becomes a shrine for all the downtrodden victims of crime and so he is resurrected by the angel Gabriel to be the guard, a guardian angel for all these downtrodden people. I feel like so they Constantine. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Absolutely. I was going to say Constantine <laughs> and Spawn, and you know, we're we're like trying to do 
yeah. Yeah, spawn for God, pretty much. Spawn for God. Spawn. God spawn. God spawn. You know, that reminds me. I, I have read Punisher in another series. I read there is a what if comic of yeah. what if the Punisher got the Venom symbiote. Yes, I have read that one now that you mention it. And it was, it was the most, like, I read through that. And I'm just like, oh, no, this, this better not happen at all this is mm-hmm. bad news because they are so good for each other <laughs> and it's also wrote a series in 95 called punisher kills the marvel universe because who else i mean I can, see, I can see that happening I, i'm i am very interested in because because um venom is basically adding a meta onto every any other character you can add it onto. i'm very interested right. in, in reading all the the venom stuff where venom ends up other places like punisher hulk i know at one point in time hulk gets the venom symbiote and i'm like i kind of gotta see what the hell happens with that because it just seems like they should have called that carnage because that's what that would have been yeah only only if we have an issue or two or howard the duck gets the venom symbiote then i'm in yeah while he's got the silver (laughs) surfer power that's true the power cosmic the power cosmic and the venom symbiote oh jesus <laughs> yikes <laughs> there's your what if moment yeah if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen <laughs> oh my god it's so bad let's talk about good things okay um, so, so not Warzone. okay got it <laughs> well Warzone is next oh Warzone. now I don't... I don't remember a lot of it i do remember liking it i remember i after watching it i know why you liked it Okay. Because it reminded me very much of, like, Schumacher Batman. Yes. Yes. Uh, they were not taking Frank seriously. It was over the all. top. Yeah. Like, he, he was doing wacky. Like, he jumped up in the air and, like, hop, like slipped his, like, in his middle of his somersault, stuck his feet into the chandelier, and then just spun in circles, shooting everybody in the room. Why? And that was in the first, that happened in the first five minutes. Who yeah. was uh, who was playing uh, Punisher in that one again? What's his name? Ray he used to be in Stevens. Rome. Yeah, he was in Rome. He's been Ray in a lot Stevens. of stuff. Wasn't he the dude that played um, Ray Stevenson? Wasn't that he also the dude that did okay. Natasha's dad in Black Widow? No, uh, that is no. a different actor. Okay, hang on. I'm looking at Ray Stevenson's filmography. It's not a, not a lot. He was in Ragnarok. He was in Vikings. He was in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he's Volstag in all the Thor movies. Yeah, he was in all the Thor movies. He was, he was Porthos in the really bad Three Musketeers movie. He was, was like in an action. The, the only good Three Musketeers movie. movie is the Disney one with uh, Charlie Sheen. And Kiefer Sutherland. Totally yes. agree. <laughs> Circle gets the square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that brings up the story. He was in a Transporter movie. Uh, he was in that, the... Which is on our list for bad action movies that we need to He's in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, God. They're so bad, I love them. Oh, uh, the dad from Black Widow, you're thinking of David Harbour. Okay. Which was the second Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, that's Um, not the movie I thought it was. Never mind. But yeah. He was real good in the Rome series. Yeah. But the the whole thing about um, the 2008 uh, War Zone is in 2008 when it came out, it had the highest kill count of any movie up to that point. <laughs> and so many, like, I started watching it and I'm like, is this, did somebody just recycle the cast of Desperado? Because that's what this looks like. Yeah. We didn't have um, Danny Trejo, but we had, what's his name, that played Antonio Banderas' brother, who was Bucho, was the guy that played uh, Jigsaw. Oh, um, I've 
I have not seen Desperado for a very long time. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed that I think, and I haven't been able to do the research, but it stuck in my head when I was watching Thomas Jane that the guy that plays Harry Heck, I think, was one of um, one of the other two mariachis that Antonio Banderas calls in. I think he was the guy with the machine gun guitar cases. Oh, that, that movie is so good. Love that trilogy. <laughs> I mean, so when you're done with comics, you're just going to start trans uh, transitioning into action movies, right? Is that was that the next? I mean, thing? that because is my life. That I is mean, that is a possibility. We I would totally, discussed. I would totally, you know, jump in with you guys if that's what we're doing. On the table is like going through all of the James Bond movies we've discussed. We've discussed. Uh, I would like to do the Fast and Furious movies. Oh and no! Them down Why? Because we're family. Because we're family. Because they're fucking ridiculous, but in the best goddamn way. Yeah. Like, Bear loves Sharknado for the first, same reason that I love the Fast and Furious movies. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, especially when you get to the point of, like, Jason Statham having a fight in a plane that's crashing with a baby on board, and he needs to make sure to protect the baby while having a full-on gunfight. Like, in a plane. Sounds like watching shoot him up. Kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I gotta protect the baby in the middle of a firefight. Oh, we're right. also gonna have sex in the middle of a firefight. I was about yes. to say, that was that movie, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill somebody with a carrot. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's just as bad as stabbing somebody with a brick. So yeah. so obviously Warzone made such an impact on it that we're barely gonna talk about it. I've well, never yeah, seen I, it. I remember liking it, but yes, I didn't go back. And I thought I had seen it, and I was looking at the just the clips on IMDb, and I'm like, nope, never seen it. Guess what? I, um, Not gonna. I watched it last night, and I say I watched it. I got probably about halfway through, and I was like, you know, the comic's way more interesting. And I think it's because they <laughs> got they got to the point where like um, like the Peacemaker comic did, where they were just, they were talking more than they were showing me. It was, it's yeah. a, this is a movie. You should be showing me all this stuff. You yeah. shouldn't just be talking about it. Yeah. And it was just, this is not my dinner with Andre. Yeah. This is also, <laughs> this is also not a Kevin Smith movie. Like right. if you're going to have dialogue. It should be good dialogue. Was it, was it kind of like road to perdition? No in that sense. No. Cause again, if you're going to have dialogue, it should be good dialogue and Warzone uh... did not have good dialogue. <laughs> So to run back really quick to to Harry Heck, he was played by Mark Colley, who um, does random things, uh, was not one of the mariachi guys. No, he wasn't. No. They, they, but like, he is a, it actually... It like a younger version of him. Like, it was so close. He's an accomplished musician, actually, in and of his own right. He's like a... Yeah, hmm. he's... A, most of the stuff on his IMDb are his own music videos. Oh, okay. Uh, he did 12 episodes on Nashville. So, yeah, he's a country music artist. Um, He's no Christine Owens. I mean, like, as far as my notes on on Warzone goes, like, so Lexi Alexander was the director, and she's uh, a big, a uh, big feminist supporter, big a ACLU supporter, um, and it, it it's really kind of weird because like it, you don't, I didn't get that out of the movie. I mean, she does a fairly decent job of making cops look like assholes, but like it could have been better. Yeah. Was that maybe uh, uh, production company constraints? Yeah, they Could might have be been editing afterwards. I was going to yeah. say sometimes directors don't get the final. That's why. Yeah. That's why you have directors cut some movies. It's true. And it was also done in two thousand four. Is that right? Eight. Eight. Released in eight. But yeah. Yeah. 
So there you go. After they decided not to go with Thomas Jane for for the sequel. Well, actually, Thomas Jane looked to the script. I've got another note in there. It's like the cast for Warzone was, again, was like, it was really good. So, like, it was just really a case of, like, the script fucked this up. Well, and after that, uh, then came uh, Dirty Laundry, which, like we said, is a 10-minute amazing 10-minute film. It's back to Thomas Jane, but you aren't even really sure at the beginning who he is. It's not, there's no reveal that he's the Punisher. Um, it's, oh God, it's just so good. Ron Perlman is a disabled uh, a vet that runs a liquor store across the street from That's the laundromat. Right. Yeah. Um, it is, Frank, as you see him in, uh, in Punisher, but with an R rating. So the entire reason that he and the director, whose name... Uh, escapes me uh thomas jane and, and the director made it was because when they made this punisher movie um they were given basically pretty strict orders uh to keep a piece. um everything changed with daredevil and logan because they were the first superhero movies released with an r rating that made tons of money mm-hmm. and they didn't yeah they didn't think they could do it because they thought superheroes were for kids right and so that's when thomas jane and this director went give us 10 minutes yeah. And Phil, we'll show you what an R-rated Punisher movie could be. Yeah, the director is Phil Janot. Okay. Um, and if I remember right, he does a lot of action movies. Um, uh, yeah, it looked like it. But yeah, uh, I, I can't say that much about it because it spoils it because it's only 10 minutes long. Yeah, you can't really talk well, about it. Well, and all you need to say about it is go watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Confidence <laughs> of your life well spent. I'm reading yes. through the the plot synopsis, and then I got to the point where it goes across the street to get a bottle of Yuhu. I'm like, yep, I remember this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like it's ten minutes. It's yeah. short. It's so well done. Yeah. I mean, like I, when you think about a short film and how much you need to pack into that amount of time to tell your story, it doesn't. Like, not that it drags on, but, like, it's incredible to me that this short is only 10 minutes long. Yeah, after you watch it, you feel like you watched, like, a half-hour episode or something. Right. Right, right. Well, and and it was meant to be a pseudo-sequel to the first movie. It's like a teaser sequel. It's like, hey, you know, let's let's try to sell another sequel to production companies. Right, because it's Frank trying to walk away from being the Punisher and what happened and just what happens in the world around him. And it's, it's brilliant. Um, I have read, you know, it's taken me more than 10 minutes to read a comic book that didn't have everything condensed. You know, this could be a, a half of an issue of a comic book. It would not be because they'd stretch it out into like four issues and make it a mini series. Yeah. They'd have to like flash over to something else that's going on and then come back and then... right. Um, but yeah, uh, Go watch it. Just, just yes. go watch it. Um, I want to go back to because you had mentioned Harry Heck, and I totally forgotten about it. That is my favorite goddamn scene in that movie, right? Like, as somebody the reason who's... why that song is on, like, on the the like the DVD intro, like when you're yeah. sitting there and staring at you know your options. As somebody who has been for the last thirty years of my life, somebody that's played role playing games and. Uh, the best stories are always the ones that have the right amount of ambiance, the right amount of... This was an example of the ST bringing in this really 
fucking cool character with an awesome intro, and then the players just fucking steamroll. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're no. not wrong. No, but but I mean that character stuck in my head so much. Like he's Johnny Cash is a villain. He's yep. Johnny Cash is a hitman, and I'm like. And then we read this, and I was like, holy shit, he's actually in the comic. Right? He, he lasted, like, what, a, a grand total of, like, four panels? Yeah, he, he, like lasted, he lasted actually even less time than he did in, in the, the movie, movie yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got a <laughs> Which whole I was song a little, out. I was a little disappointed, but, you know, I was like, you know what? But if, he, if they would have drew it out in the comic, it wouldn't have been the same. Right. I, I can see how they took it and you know got some inspiration from it, but like then like just do a, a full port over, which was kind of nice. Right. Well, and that's the thing is I had read this comic before I watched the movie uh, for the first time, and when Harry Heck shows up, I'm like, I don't know if I remember that guy. And when he dies right away, I'm like, okay, first of all, now I remember that guy from the comic, and second, that's fucking funny because right. that is the ultimate kind of head nod, you know. Some some uh, directors or some screenwriters would take that character and make them like this this entire un underplot, kind of like what they did for the Russian. Yeah. You know, same thing. It's like the Russian shows up and you're like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a thing. Big fight scene, Russians. Yeah. Same thing in the comic. I mean, like it was. Well, that was the better part of an issue. Right. That's comic, true. But like, but it was all that fight scene. Like they had <laughs> dropped everything. Like just like you're at the point in the comic where. You know, uh, the head of the family is just like, listen, this is kind of almost my last resort. Like, get the Russian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, also that that's a long fucking fight scene too. Mm, yeah. Like, and I think they did a really good job with it. Like, considering that Kevin Nash at that point in his life, two thousand four. I mean, he was doing okay. He was starting to break down. He, he was. <laughs> I I didn't recognize him at first. Like I didn't recognize him without the beard. When he was movie that, magic, like, when I saw him in that movie, and he's clean shaven. I'm like, no, oh, that's big, sexy right there. Clean did, shaven. Didn't recognize him. Like Diesel. Beard, Diesel was... is the one with the beard. Yeah. Big, sexy, clean shaven. <laughs> did you recognize him in John Wick? I, I absolutely for, recognized him. For those him playing John at home, I just did the uh, Drake meme. Of that's right. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really with her hand. Yep. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, awesome way of giving a nod to the comic by not, by giving the, the minor characters the same gravitas that they had in the comic, you know? Yeah. yeah. Great introductions, and then in one case, just steamrolled over them. In the other case, an extended fight scene. Yeah. You know, that... It's still fun to watch. It's a just a fun. I put it up there with like Daredevil season one's hall, hallway, hallway fight. fight. Yeah. yeah, you know, the one one shot. I think all those fight. Uh, all those uh, Netflix uh, scenes, though, like the third episode had a hallway fight scene, and I think that was just that was just critical of all the the street level heroes at that point in time. Right. Well, and that that brings us to Daredevil and Punisher uh, in what was the Netflix series. Um, you know. I watched second season of Daredevil when it when it was when it dropped. Um, I think you watched it with us, uh, Bear, um, for at least a few episodes. Probably. I mean, I had Netflix myself, so I'm right. sure I watched um, it too. Enjoyed it, and I liked what they did with Frank. There was a disconnect because Punisher, the individual series, came out 
around the time that they were ramping up to the whole Defenders. And I started to watch Punisher then when it dropped and completely lost interest. And watching it now, because we we actually binged it, which, again, we, we keep saying we don't do this that often. We really don't, but we they just really keep don't. finding things that, that we will. I'm going to tell you why, from my perspective, why we binged that. Okay, well... And why I didn't like it. I know why I didn't... I mean, the character right, right. prefer. I know why I didn't like it the time before. And that is because the Defender stuff and the Punisher stuff was so different. Mm -hmm. And I was expecting the Punisher stuff to fit in the same universe. And even though it had Karen and it slide into that niche. No, they they took it and they went their own direction with that. Yeah, they absolutely went their own direction. And all the better for it once I was removed enough that it's been a few years. Like, it was, give me another episode, give me another episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that and that speaks to why I didn't like the Punisher as a character in the the world of the Defenders. He doesn't fit, and you can't tell his story in that way. So when he was introduced, it was just like, God, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see a series about this guy. It's just going to be, you know, dumb. It's not going to be like I felt like all of the other defender series were yeah there there were there was a lot of action there was a lot of not gore but you know that was there but it was it felt very intellectual you know what i mean it was it was um you know it you it made you think it made you feel and it wasn't just about being as base as i felt like the punisher felt in as season a character. Two of daredevil yes I think the closest that we got to what would end up being the Punisher series is the graveyard scene in Daredevil. Yes. Where I would agree with that. Where where Matt is incapacitated and, and Frank takes the opportunity to just have a conversation. Yeah. And explain why they are similar. Right. Um, you know, take that scene and take the the basis of it. That that scene was a very defenders-ish, you know. Not, I, I will say Defenders-ish, uh, I do not refer to the actual Defenders series that eventually came, because I thought they kind of dropped the ball uh, on several aspects of that. Okay. Um, it was, it that one did not end up as elevated or as intellectual as I thought the rest of the Agreed. shows were. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. But there were hints that the Punisher had the capacity for that. And I think the first episode of the series um, hasn't introduced Micro yet. Yeah. And Micro is what brings that to Frank, somebody else to to ground himself with. Right. You know, another person to work off of. The first episode is just so much of Frank just being on his own. Right. Mm. Um, which he was in the Daredevil series. Yeah. Like his best scenes are with Matt in the graveyard or his stuff with Karen. Yeah. You know, it's it's the times that Frank is interacting with other people that make him a more relatable character and we don't see that a lot in his early introduction right and i i completely agree when he's interacting with karen it, it's like at first you're like why is she even bothering with him why does she even bother with anyone but, in this universe she has like a very specific like there is something there for her i don't know what it is it doesn't really matter but she has a very deep feeling for Frank. 
you know, she cares about him to a depth that I don't feel like he, she cares about anybody else. Well, I think, and they cover that a little bit actually in, in season two, which we haven't watched yet. Oh, of Daredevil. Of Daredevil. 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 Season two of Daredevil, because it's one of those episodes in there, she's having a conversation with Matt about, did we as a society do this? Did we create Frank? Right. And I think that kind of lends that, like, this is why she's kind of got that that soft spot for Frank because she's like, I remember correctly too. I think they explore some of her backstory in the Punisher series. Yes. yes. yes and I do. can't, I can't remember cause it's been a while cause I watched it when it came out and then I really wasn't impressed with it. And then I think if I remember correctly, there was something, there were some parallels with something that she had to do. And yep. then, so it like, she, like, there was a, a lot of the things that uh, the Punisher said that, you know, just kind of related to her. And she was just like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to be like this. And like, well, like, so Karen Page in the comic books is, is a junkie. She's a heroin addict. Um, and Karen Page in the show up until the Punisher that had, it had been hinted that there was something in her past that she had been running from. And that, that's it. That's that there's actually a scene where she has to shoot up or or something happens where it looks like she's gonna have to shoot up. Um and I did not get to rewatch the Punisher series. So and I believe that that gets explored more in the second uh season of Punisher. I don't know, I haven't watched it. But well, that's where they bring in Jigsaw in the second Punisher. Yeah. I remember that because it's his buddy that becomes right. Jigsaw that was uh in his unit in right. or Afghanistan. Right. Wait, we watched that. Well, we we saw the end of it. He be like he comes back in the second. But I I think that the connection is for her. A lot of it is you know she's incredibly empathic. Karen is a very empathic person. Well, she used to be a vampire. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so she you know people who are empathic cannot help but feel when they are in proximity to someone with the depth of feeling that Frank Castle has, the depth of feeling that Daredevil has, whatever, you know? So that's where I see she has that connection because she truly understands. She feels what he feels, but she also understands how to deal with the situation in, in the TV series when um, she's in the room with the uh is it she's in there with the police they're in a hotel because mm -hmm. um the senator is targeted or something yes and then um so they're the, the police are trying to pin it on frank and it's like the whole scene where she's shot you know the whole that whole thing really kind of led back into the empathy and understanding and how much more she's like frank than she is like matt Yes. Yes, because she, well, at, and at that point, she has killed somebody because she kills somebody in uh, Two Daredevil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Season, so she, season two Dare, one Daredevil. Was it season one? Season one. Yeah. Because Fisk was Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, oh, yeah, because it was one of his right hands, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, was yes. his, it was his right hand dude. Yep. But she is, yes, she is the person that is between Matt and Frank and has secretly already taken the Frank route. And so understands Frank in a way yep. that Matt cannot. Right. Oh, Matt, that Matt refuses. Yes. Freaking Catholics. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'd like to think that it's 
yes, his Catholic upbringing, but also, you know, he's a lawyer yeah. and, you know, you I think should, I don't as I a don't, lawyer, you should up, uphold the law. I think it's more the the dichotomy, like as far as street level uh, uh, heroes and antiheroes go, I think you have Daredevil on one end and Punisher on the other. Like Daredevil, like I, I believe that he is trying to do things as much as he can outside the law so that way he can finish the rest of it inside the law where Punisher is just like, it's it's the law of the bullet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the polar bear. <laughs> or the yeah. polar bear. The piranha pool, whatever. You know, <laughs> whatever we get. I just love that scene though. Like, he's just like cute, cuddly, fuzzy. This won't do. Punch this fucking polar bear. <laughs> And then runs because that's what you do. So, um, how I'll, I'll close this is by asking each of you what your favorite incarnation thus far. Of I was going to say the same thing. Well done. <laughs> well, you can go first then, man. You know, I really like Bernthal's uh, uh, portrayal of Punisher, but after reading the comments and seeing how they're trying to add a lot more depth to the story, which I, I get it, like you have to add a lot in order to get more out of the Punisher. Um, so I really like, I really liked his portrayal about it, but I think, I think the Thomas Jane one is, I think, closest to the comic, if we're going to go, go by that. Okay. Uh, if you, if you had to decide by just you, like. I'd go which, with Bernthal. Okay. That speaks the most to you. Yeah. Bear? God, it's so hard. It's so hard. He's a Dolph guy. It's a London. <laughs> I know my brother. If, if I could remember the Dolph Lundgren movie, other than the occasional, like, nude scene, it's, it's seared into my brain. Like things See, like that's movies. why you're a Dolph guy. Um, it is kind of hard to, you know, not picture, you know, when I'm watching Expendables and just feel like, <sighs> anyways. Um... I just, I, I really like Barenthal. Like, it, I really wanted them to have Thomas Jane come back when they did, you know, when they started putting him into Daredevil and then into his own series. And I was just like, please, please, oh, please bring back Thomas Jane. Um, but at that point in time, I, I think at this point, like, Thomas Jane was, he's pretty old. He's pretty old. Um, and I had just remembered seeing Barenthal in Walking Dead. And so when he popped up, I was just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this because he was he was kind of an asshole in Walking Dead, and then I was just like, "Well, it's Punisher, so he's just gonna be a different kind of asshole, really." Right. Um, so you know, I'm I'm okay with it. I think I think I'd probably keep Barenthal. Like that'd probably be my favorite. I mean, Thomas Jane's got a special place in my heart because suddenly it was like, oh, it, it was really kind of one of those like one of the first superhero movies that you saw that you were just like, oh shit, they finally did a superhero movie, right? So it kind of holds that special place in my heart, but I, I really love what they did with it. For me, the, when it comes to superhero movies done right, uh, I think people forget that the OG is... Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. Wesley Snipes did an amazing blade. Yeah. Especially the first. Yeah. The rest of them... Mm. Uh, well, I'm going to admit that when I saw Blade, I had no idea that that was a... I didn't either. either. <laughs> We're all just like, nope. <laughs> Josh is like, of course it's me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's Jim, why the rest of us are here. Uh, well, well, Josh decided to read Welcome Back, Frank, before he actually saw the 2004 Punisher movie. So he is the big nerd out of all of us here. I Yeah, I've been the comic book nerd. We, that's we kind that. of my place yeah. in yeah. the show. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> so, Jen, favorite Punisher? Uh, you know, I, I think I have to go with Rainbow. I mean, I really like Thomas Jane. I loved Dirty Laundry. 
I love that. I thought it was a great go moving on from the original movie. Um, but Aaron Paul just like, I think he ticks all of the boxes for that character for me. I also wonder though, if we're all voting for Barenthal just based off the fact that he's the newest. The well, no, the sheer volume, because mm -hmm. we've got two hours of, a little over two hours of Thomas Jane. We've got like 39 hours of... See, and that was, that was brought into my judgment, and it's by a sliver, but I actually go with Thomas. It, it and, is still and, really close for all the He's the truest, yeah. Yes. And I will say, if Dirty Laundry had not been released, I probably would have gone with Barenthal. Dirty laundry is what puts me over the edge. It almost retroactively changes that Punisher movie for me. To know that Frank had worse in him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that if Frank doesn't do what Frank does and he tries to hold it in, it's going to come out and it's going to come out worse. And that, like, actually elevates the, the 2004 Punisher movie to me because you have this Frank that's like, putting people up, putting popsicles on their back, saying, oh yeah, I'm burning your nerve endings. Like, you know, and then systematically doesn't even destroy this dude, lets this dude destroy his own best friend and his marriage and all of this other stuff before he takes the revenge. I don't think Dirty Laundry Punisher has that long game because he's been trying to fight his own instincts. And so it's showing what Frank is capable of if Frank doesn't get that outlet. Um, and I I really like that. Um, Barenthal's great. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna watch the second season. I just didn't have enough time before everything else for this, this season. And since this is an early recording this season, um, I do wanna watch second season of Punisher. I do hope that they bring Barenthal back, uh, you know, if, if the Disney Plus series start to pick up, or he at least makes an appearance <laughs> in Daredevil. I, I did read an article somewhere that now that Disney has those rights back and has those shows on their streaming service, um, that they have been in talks about doing, like... Daredevil's already a for sure. Yep. Everything else is on the table. Um, except for Jessica Jones. Probably not going to do another Jessica Jones from the article that I was not, reading. Not... By herself, not yes. her own series. Not, she may yes. show up. Most yeah. likely, especially yes. if they do more. Disney defenders. looked at what they did for the first three seasons of Jessica and went, maybe not. Yeah, maybe we don't need to get Disney any brand. Yeah, because uh, Jessica Jones is just, yeah, it's so heavy. Well, and, and Kristen Ritter herself has said uh, Jessica's story, as far as that, those first three seasons, yeah. um, she would serve as a team member or is, is something to accent from then on, which I can understand that. Three, season three of Jessica Jones, I mean, it was, it was okay. I, I enjoyed it, but it was kind of- I don't remember what was the, the storyline for the plot for three. It was mostly- um, Her friend getting the superpowers. Yeah. yeah. Becoming- uh, Oh, yeah, Patsy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah Patsy becoming- uh, Superpowered. Not Wildcat, Hellcat. Hellcat. I remember now. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like I think Barenthal in in what we watched actually did give you a little bit of an indication of what he was capable of, you know, because it, it showed, I think it, it the first season showed that he was, you know, initially what he was doing was kind of revenge. His family was killed. 
and trying to find out who was responsible and basically just revenge until that. And once that's done, I'm done. And then he gets involved with micro and there's like, he realizes that there are other families, not just his. Well, and it does, it still does tie back to his family though. Uh, in the first season. That's why I'm interested in the second season yeah. is other than Jigsaw coming back, he has revenged all of his family stuff. Unless he goes higher in the government. He is, you know, he killed the general in charge of it, like all of that. So where do you go with Frank? And and how are we going to turn Frank? Because the comics do the same thing. Frank takes a turn where it isn't about his family anymore. It's about everyone else's family. If I remember uh, the second season of Punisher, I think that's what, that's essentially what happens. Like he's, he's trying to live his life. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, shit, I got wrapped up in this story. And oh, look how big it is now. All right. Something, something's going to get blown up and some people are going to (laughs) die. All right. So uh, I will, uh, let's do the last question. Luke, are you interested enough from this comic to check out some other Punisher stuff? Honestly, honestly probably not to be honest like from when uh from our analysis that we talked about like don't get me wrong punisher is kind of fun and all but it's something like ooh, like i haven't be sitting at a buddy's house and he's got a stack of punisher comics on the on the nights or on the end table i just might start reading them and stuff like that but or i might if i really need some inspiration for like action movie or like revenge story stuff like that i might check out uh I highly recommend going through your local library. They might have cool things like going through Hoopla or Libby or stuff like that. That's how I've been able to get all my comics for for my appearances here on Graphically Novel. Uh, So you might check out and see what they got in your local library for comics and whatnot. Um, But like, I don't know if this is something I'd actively seek out. Like before, like I'd say I'd I'd go out and seek out more like Hulk comics, I think, than than Punisher comics because there's there's some differences, but it doesn't really like, grasp me that much plus also like eh, the anti-hero thing isn't really my thing anymore you know understood jen um as much as i enjoyed the ones that i read i really don't think i would seek out more um i did really like what we read i thought it was good i would recommend it um but i i don't need fair uh i agree with everybody else i i think i like this because it was ennis but as far as reading more um i i agree with luke unless i'm like looking for like you know my next like tabletop role-playing character like inspiration or something like that um yeah i don't think i'm gonna i don't think i'm gonna really dig although i might try and find that four issues where he comes back as like god spawn yeah well actually i was just about to to say i probably will end up reading it uh and others because i think i'm gonna find some of the wackiest Punisher stuff and put it on the list for rec conversations. I mean, I'm also interested in like, you know, the, the run where, you know, the cops are like, Oh, we, you know, we're trying to model ourselves after you. And he's like, no, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Do not. Yeah. Um, but just knowing that it's out there, it kind of keeps like a nice little warm place in my heart. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I think I like it cause it's Ennis. It inspires me to read more Ennis. Nothing wrong with that. Like, I kind of want to go find the Ennis Superman. Definitely okay. want to go find the Ennis Hulk. Uh, there's Thor, there's Spider-Man. He did some Spider-Man, too. Kind of want to go back and reread Preacher now. Well, um, that will do it. Luke, thank you so much for uh, for showing up. Uh, when Bear makes the jackets uh, for our for our multiple, multiple time guests, which he <laughs> has brought up. 
the SNL jackets, uh, you will you will definitely be getting one. And I'll make sure uh, and have some issues of uh, Punisher sitting on the uh, sitting on the nightstand when you come up to yeah, visit I next. I don't remember bringing up jackets, especially because I don't watch SNL unless I'm here. Are you sure that wasn't you? No, I'm sure it wasn't me. Okay, well, yeah. he's passing the buck. Yeah, must be. Well, you'd have to listen to old episodes to figure that out. I mean, I mean, people to listen, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> people probably not. I. I... <laughs> I wouldn't listen to me. I've proven this. <laughs> you prove this I, by I, not listening I, to you. I, I, I Anna says I sound good. <laughs> uh, but please, everyone, uh, tune in next time when we will be talking about Hawkeye. And we will have uh, Meredith Gerber and Mike Hollywood with awesome. us. Yeah, that'll be on location as well. That'll be a weekend where we go to Chicago, drink a bunch of... Uh, Local, wonderful local craft brews local craft brews and uh and sit down and record three shows in a weekend so we haven't done that in a long time yep so my liver it needs to be prepped i have to dry out before then it's already pickled man <laughs> but until then take it away vandello Nothing's ever as it seems.